On the Gabriel Pizza Hotline, it's the head coach of the Ottawa 67s on a nice little three-game winning streak right now, Dave Cameron. Good morning, Dave. How are you? Good, Lloydy. Thank you. Well, uh, as always, thank you for joining us. And, and before we'll get into uh, the nuts and bolts of your team, um, as you know, you live in this town, um, and you know that there's a good en- energy with the uh, you know the team that you used to work for with the the Ottawa Senators. And I'm thinking with a with a, a push like this, as they were quite a bit out of it, and the push is on, and there is a good feel around the group, and the fans are engaged. Uh, I, it, I hearken back. I'm not calling it a Hamburglar run, but I'm, I'm going to bring that up to ask you, you know, just the emotion of that time and what it means for coaches, players, as you know you're the, you got that underdog feel, you start to win some games, and you can feel the fans kind of getting excited and getting more and more on board with each passing day. That's something, Dave, I know you can relate to in this town. Yeah, it's really, it's really exciting. You know, anytime your team is, is on a roll and, and, you know, it becomes a, a whole validation of, of the program, you know, your team that's going and, you know, you look at, you look at the Sens team and, you know, their, their core guys, their young guys, boy, it's really exciting. And, you know, the Fords and the D and they got such a nice mixture in there with Kachuk, every bit as physical as anybody in the National League that can draw us his players into the game and you got defense, you got Shabbat and Sanderson, two guys that are, you know, got long, long, excellent careers in front of them. And I know Talbot's a hell of a goal because I was with him on a team at the world championship. So I know his cable up, but the good thing about it, Lloydie, is that you, and obviously I'm a coach, but you feel best for the coaches because, you know, there's a lot of naysayers over the course of the season. And, and, but at the end of the day, that, that team and, I mean, they've added some. They've added some great additions, you know, with Giroux and DeBrinket and and now Chickering. And but that team's success is going to be driven by the young guys, the core of those young guys, the Pintos, the Kachucks, the Bathersons, you know, all these two stuff. But it's and those guys, they're going to drive it. But it's such a good league. You got to let them mature. You know, it's it's not easy. If it was easy, everybody would be good. So. It's it's a real exciting time. Not only that they're winning and and now the the playoffs are real are realistic, but the fact that the, you can see the young guys maturing and you can see the confidence that coach heads in them over the years that let them get to the stage. So yeah, it's it's a real nice buzz, real exciting, and you get that synergy and now the fans are into it. And it's just it's really exciting and uh, and they're playing their best hockey. So uh, you know it's, you expect good things now. An exciting time for your group as well, Dave. Three more wins on the season have clinched the East Division uh, title. Your thoughts on the weekend, including a pair of wins over uh, a desperate Kingston team in a fight for their playoff lives, as well as on Saturday against the Saginaw Spirit. Well, you know, Kenny, and the the, the Kingston team, you know, you know, kind of re- reminds us me a little bit of our team last year you know they had a real good run the year before and when you when you have a good run the year before that means generally you're a little bit older and that's what we were last year we had a young bunch of guys coming in and and you knew you were going to be in a battle uh just because they're young and they're playing and but uh so we accepted that challenge and uh you know two two you know huge wins and it was kind of nice too because on the on the game on wednesday you know them the guarded gerard barlow's line you know, come up front and scored some big goals and kind of drove our team, which is what you like to see at this time of year, finding different ways and different lines contributing. And, you know, then we went into Kingston and, and uh, you know, 
Um, I think we held them to 12 shots. So the thing I like best about those games, too, is that we, we weren't really clicking offensively. But, but that said, as we fought through that, we didn't give anything up defensively. And I think that's a real sign that, that your team's maturing. And, you know, come in, Sagan, I was sitting waiting for a zero short turnaround, you know, a little longer trip home from Kingston because of the weather. So it was another real good challenge for us, an afternoon game. And, and you know, the guys, the guys found the way. They stuck with it. And, uh, you know, Sagan, I come back, give them credit. You know, they're a young, exciting team. They tied it up. And, and we, uh, we, didn't, we didn't allow that to phase us to the point that our game dropped and we won the shootout. So a whole bunch of different scenarios went into winning three games. So, uh, you know, really, really proud of the team. And that the first one of the current streak you're on officially uh, locked things up for you uh, in the East. And I think I kind of asked you this question last week, Dave, but obviously a three-game winning streak. And you're at a stage, this is a really good team, um, you know, that you're coaching and with high expectations. And as you're, you're managing things right now, just making sure you're in the best possible spot to begin the playoffs here. How, how, what's your process like uh, right now with this group? Well, what we talk right now, Lloydie, it's, it's not, it's, it's not, you know, who we play, it's how we play. And so that's just another cute way of saying, you know, concentrate on, on the, on the process, you know, and we, we, we've done that. And the strength of this group is their competitiveness, but this group is, is unique from my point of view because I've been in this league a long time and I might have had a couple other teams that were like this, but they, they practice they practice as hard as they play. And everybody says, well, doesn't everybody? No, no. In, in junior, that's a real big challenge. And, and because we have so much practice time, you know, it's not like the NHL where, where they barely practice at all. This, this is a weekend league and we practice lots. And so there's every reason, every reason for the team, you know, to get caught up in the grind and, and, and the, the amount of work that we put in. But this team's accepted that challenge. And, uh, you know, it comes from our leadership group. They've accepted that challenge and they put the work in on, on the Tuesday, Wednesdays and Thursdays. And that's a big part of, of, you know, why we've had the success that we've had. And we know now moving forward, as you get closer to the end of the season, certainly in the playoffs, the league keeps going up a bit, bit and we're, we're going to accept that challenge and, and uh, you know, hopefully keep this thing going. Dave, you have a few players that, that get a lot of attention and most recently acquired Pavel Michikov and Logan Morrison get a, get a lot of attention. But one player who I've loved since uh, he made the team as a late-round pick has been Will Jahua, and, and I refer to him often as the best four-checker, uh, not only on your team, but in the entire OHL. Can you just talk about what he means and how nice it is to see him rewarded with a few goals over the course of the week? Well, I think the, the, the best way to... to uh... To define Will is that, and, and Norm, Norm did this in the video the other day when we were working on a four-check and showing clips, and, and Norm called him the generator. And, uh, you know, he, he drives the team, and, and he's a coach's delight from the point of view that you know exactly what you're going to get when Will is on the ice. And then the other part of it is that whatever line Will is on, he draws him into the battle. He draws him into the battle, and a lot of times whatever line he's on is the best line in that given game. Uh, because he, he takes no prisoners and he's fearless. He blocks shots. He's physical. He takes it. He gives it. And so when, when you see a guy like that add to his repertoire and scoring, you, you feel really, really good about it because, um, now that he gets that emotional reward for all the hard work that he's doing, the grind work that he's doing. And he's such a terrific teammate and, uh, just a real big part of our team. 
And another guy being able to jump in and and contribute, especially I thought he took kind of took over the third period on Saturday was Cooper Foster, and, and he's gone through a bit of a dry spell offensively, but he showed what he's able to do, I thought, on Thursday and, and scoring a big goal for you guys to make it 3-1 at the time. Uh, how much higher can his development go and, and being just 17 years old? What's the ceiling for Cooper Foster? Well, I think... Kenny, I think he's got a real, real high upside. And, and I think, uh, you know, we, we sat him out a game last week, but but it wasn't so much play-related as it was. I, I thought he was a little bit tired. Um, you know, and you look at our team over the course of the year, still being young, but we played a big part of for a year, especially from Christmas on, but guys at the World Juniors, some injuries, you know, basically with 10 forwards. And, you know, it, it catches up to some of the young guys. And I'll be honest with you, that was one of my fears. Uh, when we were coming through December and January and, you know, the grind, especially in February where we, where we had, you know, an unbelievable travel was, was you know, were we going to burn some of these guys out just simply because we didn't have the numbers, you know, to play and, and things like that. And I, I think Coop hit a little bit of a, of a wall. And so we gave him some time off and uh, we get two days off this week. And I think that's that's the Cooper Foster, you know, speed on the outside, fearless, takes it in, good hands. Uh, I think I think you know he's he's got huge upside. I, I think he's just scraping the barrel of what we're going to see, and uh, he, he's he he's going to be drafted this year. I, I think without a doubt. Uh, unfortunately, Dave, um, I have to ask you about some unfortunate maybe injury situations uh, with the team. I know some, certain guys didn't play on Saturday, and Boucher and Sermon and Barless and 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 Morrison. Are, are there any updates on on that crew? Yeah, I think uh, in the Morrison case, we, we expect him back. Uh, he, he probably could have played uh, a little bit. Uh, probably could have played Saturday, but we just put the two days off. We just thought it didn't make any, any sense. Um, Sermon is is I he's going ready to go uh, in practice next week. So unless there's a setback there, we expect to get him back. And then we're still we're still waiting for for updates. Uh, you know, on Bush, he's being looked at obviously by the centers and, and Barrelis who's gone for for some tests and that. And you know, it's it's those. I mean, that's that's the price you pay sometimes when you have a team that's as competitive as us. Is that the physical guys? You know, they 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 you know come and they play hard. And when you play hard, you're always obviously susceptible to to injuries and stuff like that. So, um, but we I think. Morrison and, and Sermi will be back relatively quick, and we'll just wait for the update on the other guys. With all those injuries, and uh, and you've you've like you mentioned it earlier, going back a while, you've been dressing eight defensemen, playing some, and especially Sermon at forward. How difficult has it been to manage having ten defensemen on the roster right now? Well, actually, it hasn't been too bad, Ken, just because of the injuries. You know, we we went through a we went through a a weekend there where. We had everybody healthy, and it was becoming a bit. We had a plan in place. It was coming a bit of a challenge, but you know, with with the injuries now, I mean, we we dressed eight defensemen on Saturday on paper, but really, uh, Yulzi played up front for us and did a hell of a job. You know, him and him and Kells came in, and, and they gave me fourth line minutes, which you know takes some of the heat out of the top three lines, and 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 they played well. So um, you know, with with these injuries, we've been going eleven and seven. Uh, so that's made it a little bit easier, but uh, you know, and we're winding down here now too. So it's it's um, 
it's a work in progress when you have those extra guys. But unfortunately for me, but probably fortunate for them with the injuries, it's been a little bit easier. Another right, la- oh, sorry, oh, go sorry, ahead. Go ahead, Ken. No, you go yeah, ahead, Kenny. Just going to ask you about the upcoming weekend. Another three and three, and I think you guys have eight over the course of the year. And just based on where you're located in, in Ottawa and being the furthest team east, uh, that's just the nature of the beast. How do you get team or your team prepared to go into a weekend like this where you play the three and three along with travel starting on Friday at home and then uh, going on the road to play two in the GTA area? Well, we've done it all year, you know. So, so it's not, it's nothing new. So, in in terms of in terms of preparation, it's it's we know what to expect. And when you're a good team, when you're a good team, there's different challenges. Um, so this is this is another challenge, and and so we we know what it's about. We did it a couple of weeks ago, uh, basically the exact same trip, other, and it was a little more complicated the other trip because the Saturday game was a four o'clock game in Hamilton. Uh, this Saturday game is an evening game in Niagara, so we'll have a little bit extra time there. But you know that's that's the uh, that's the challenges that the schedule gives you sometimes, and and uh, we we know it and we talk about it. But you know our mindset is that there's going to be different challenges all the way through, especially if you're a good team and you expect to go deep. There's going to be challenges, so you just have to accept that challenge and put in the work to give yourself the best chance. All right, last one, most important. You get this much snow in PEI, Dave. Like I'm, I've had enough, but the banks at well, the end no, of my driveway. No. I got to, I got to tell my kids to be careful as they got to peek around to walk out the street. Well, what what we do? And I, I don't know if I should put this out, or not, but we do in PEI. We just pull the dome over. <laughs> we fold the bridge up. Yes. We track the bridge. We pull the dome over. Storm blows by. We open it up again. That's why it's called paradise. Oh, there you go. Hey, listen, I got a, uh, the guys that had the main contract for that bridge made a lot of money, and they yeah. started kicking horse uh, out, and I've skied kicking horse in Golden, B.C. There you go. The more you know. Hey, I, I connected it. There, there you go. Well, okay. Lloydie, the, the other good thing, we're pretty smart on the island, right, because we let you on for free. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> okay? we, we let you drive on. Everybody's going, wow, this is great. And then we have the whole booth coming the other way. Like. That's what happened. I, I drove out there with my wife years ago. Oh, this is great. We stayed in Charlottetown, went to Summerside, saw the island, went to North Rustico. We did Anna Green Gables. We did all the tourist stuff. I said, all right, let's leave. Like, what? <laughs> What's going on here? <laughs> all right. Okay. Always a pleasure, Dave. Uh, good luck this weekend. Thanks. We'll talk to you again next week. Thanks, Lordy. Appreciate it. There's uh, Dave Cameron, head coach of the Ottawa 67s. So we actually took the ferry going back because we were going up to Cape Breton and we, then we took the ferry and we went over to Port of Basque, right? But uh, yeah, you, you can go to PEI for free. They charge you to leave. It's the way it works.